You're never really ready for something like this. Definitely not. But you know what? Life doesn't give you time to prepare. No. You know, sometimes something gets thrown at you and you just got to deal with it immediately. Yep. It's a life skill. It's something we all need to learn. Yeah. So I think from now on, you should just start recording whenever we're not ready. Yeah, because like, you know, Jason doesn't wait for you to finish opening the camp. No, he fucking doesn't. (laughs) Pamela doesn't wait for you to finish opening the camp. Yeah, you don't get to prepare for either of them. Mm, No, and sometimes it happens when the kids are already there. Yeah, once or twice. (laughs) And then it's real trouble. Damn it, we just had a whole... I just found out where Skosh comes from. Listeners, did you know that Skosh is Japanese in origin? Yeah, the term Skosh. Like, move that a Skosh, bring it down a Skosh, etc. Skosh Japan. me. Skosh me, Amadeus. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Skosh it up. <laughs> yeah, from the Japanese word, Skoshi. Skosh it good. a little bit. Sorry, repeat Sukoshi that. Skoshi in the Japanese means a little bit. A little Sukoshi. bit, Skoshi. Yeah. And it became Skosh. Skosh. Skosh it, Skosh it good. Skosh, you fools. Skosh me with your best Skosh. That's it. That's all I got. Skosh of the demons. I just want a Skosh good for the boys. All right. Welcome to Skosh good for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about some Skosh queens. And some uh, who scoshed it best? Some scosh Mary kill? Some uh, morgue scoshes? Morgue scoshes? Uh, all right. So what is this? What are we doing? Scoshic fashion icon. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm Andy. You're Andy. I'm Andy. I'm Philip. You're Philip. And welcome. Who are you? To look good for the boys. Look good for the boys. A horror gossip podcast. Mm-hmm. What are we doing today? Uh. Okay. I have a problem. What is your problem? Yeah. You should besides have you, a problem. Besides you, my problem okay. is we watched a movie this week that <laughs> that presents a dilemma. So in our episode zero, we have stated emphatically forever that Rick is the worst. Rick is... Oh, we're not even talking about the movie I thought we were talking about. Not yet. We're, we have a new worst. Well, I mean, we literally stated in episode zero, no one will ever be worse no than Rick. No one will ever be worse and than And then Rick. we watched The Cellar. Oh my gosh. With a lovely little character, Mance. It's funny because The Cellar was di- written and directed by Kevin S. Tenney, who- All hail Kevin S. Tenney. All hail Kevin S. Tenney, my favorite. He directed Night of the Demons, of course. And then, you know, Witchboard and yep. Witchboard 2 and, and Witch Trap. Witch Trap. And I, The Cellar's fun. The cell- I like The Cellar. The Cellar's got some things going on. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it has some things that- it doesn't have going on very well it's in it. It's got some stuff I love, though. But the biggest problem is its the, protagonist. The biggest problem is is Mance. Well, actually, would Mance be the protagonist? Is the, is the it, protagonist the, movie the kid? treats him like the protagonist for about three quarters of the movie. Yeah. And then just is like, nope. But he sucks for four quarters of the movie. Somehow he sucks for five quarters of the movie. <laughs> he sucks in cool jazz time. He sucks in fucking Brubeck time. That's how much he yeah, sucks. that's how he's, bad he sucks. He, he sucks so bad. He takes five with his suck. That's how <laughs> terrible he is. I think Rick has been unseated from his The Worst Throne. Yeah, Mance. Whoa. Here's the thing, though, is that Rick is a e- more easily identifiable 
character, I think. Yeah. When I we mean, say Rick from Friday the 13th Part 3 is the worst, a lot more people will understand what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, I feel like someone who knows the Friday the 13th series relatively well, you say Rick to them. They know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe they don't. But easily more recognizable than Mance from The Cellar, which is a film that was only very recently released on disc. As in, like, this month. Last month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, this is how much Thanks of the worst Mance is. So his son tells Mance that there's this monster in the, the cellar, yeah. right? And dur- towards the climax of the film, Mance gets so frustrated in and refusing to believe his son that he locks his son, who's, what, eight, nine, ten? I think Eight. Eight. With his newborn baby in a kitchen right next to the cellar door where the monster's supposed to be. This is also after he has assaulted his wife. Yeah. And he locks them in there to prove to his son that monsters don't exist. But like with the newborn baby, that that's the part where I was like, yeah. "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, no, it, that I baby has needs, and that nine-year-old cannot help that baby with those. The needs. thing is, is it the movie? It doesn't even do the thing that most movies like that do, where there's some kind of supernatural excuse for the father's shitty behavior. Right. You know, it's an Amityville. It's an Amityville shitty. staple for sure. But like, yeah, the the dad is like influenced by the evil powers or whatever. But no, it's not even that. Mance is just an asshole and is reacting poorly to everything. And then, unlike Rick, Mance doesn't even have the decency to die. Yeah, that he, he doesn't survives. even have the decency to fucking die. There are so many times that towards the end of this movie where uh, spoilers, I guess. Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. There's so many times at the end of this movie where you think he He's gonna die, and then he do- he never does. No, and it's annoying as and, fuck. And his idea of redemption is just to say, "I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. I should have believed you. I'm sorry. I put you and my newborn baby in mortal danger. Let's move on with our lives." Yeah, he doesn't even address all of his wrongdoing in the apology. It's kind of a non-apology. I mean, not really. He does like honestly apologize, but still, like he needs more. He did too much <laughs> for an apology to be enough. So here's what I think we're just going to have to say. We're going to continue to say that Rick is the Rick worst. Rick is still the worst because, you know, you got to say, like, Coke is the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't say, oh, this cola I had once at a gas station in Virginia, and they only sell it in Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. That cola is the worst. Because nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. You can't say Mance is the worst because everyone's like, who the fuck is Mance? So, okay, I think that we just need to acknowledge for our listeners that we do understand there are people worse than Rick, but still Rick is the worst. Yeah, and like if you're listening to this and you're like finding yourself being like, oh, I know somebody worse than Rick, that's fine. Yeah. If you want to throw us suggestions to who you think is worse than Rick Mm -hmm. in Friday the 13th, part three, let us know. Yeah. So I have another question. Oh, gosh. Is Tatum O'Neill from Scream a cream squeen? Yeah, I think she is. Yeah. I think she is. I mean, I would argue she is. I just wanted to know your opinion. Yeah, first. I think she I it's weird cuz I want to say no because I just have this weird thing where like as much as I love Scream, I always want to shit on it. Yeah. I have this weird really thing. Do. I really do. I really want to bully that movie even though I like the movie. I saw it I think 5 times in the theater. Same. I love that movie. I have a lot of problems with that movie, mostly the legacy of that movie. I mean, there are also inherent cinematic problems i have with it but mostly it's incredible still mm-hmm. yeah but i just i want to be mean to it i don't know why because that's who you are as a person it is kind of who i am as a person <laughs> tatum o'neill is a scream is a cream squeam. okay i agree so moving on yes. fuck mary kill okay the ghost faces billy loomis 
Stu, I forget his last name, and Mickey. So just... The first three dudes. The first three dudes. The first okay. three dude ghost faces. Really? I can't throw Lori Metcalf in there? No, because that's make, that makes it unfair. Because, um, right. of course, everybody's going to always marry Lori Metcalf. <laughs> Lori Metcalf. I would marry Lori Metcalf right now. Yeah. I'm single, <laughs> and I'm 98% gay, and I would be like, yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, this is actually a question I've been wanting to ask. Okay. We'll put a pin in it, actually. No, no. You, not, you started it. You have to finish it. Okay, which one of us is Roseanne, and which one of us is Jackie? Oh, God. Right? It's harder than Angela Suzanne, even. Yeah. I mean, because on the surface, I'm more, like, free-spirited, less settled down, more slutty. I kind of jump around a lot more in my interests and careers and things I'm doing, like Jackie. Mm-hmm. And you have a much better sense of humor. You're more of a homebody. You kind of have these things that you go for, you know, like like a sandwich shop where this is who you are and this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. At any and given I'm time. in love with John Goodman. Yep. But. But you're messier than I am. Right. Like Jackie. And you, yeah, you're, you're more of a free spirit, but you're more in control than I am. Yeah. The way Roseanne is. Yeah. And like the kind of problems that we would come to each other with, I would come to you with Roseanne problems. I and would, you come, would come to, to me with Jackie 100, problems. I think just looking at our history, every problem I've ever brought to you is a Jackie problem. <laughs> it really is. Gosh. So I think we're both sort of 50 yeah. 50. Yeah. I think I live a Jackie life with a Roseanne personality, <laughs> and you're the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Jackie Rising and a Roseanne Moon sign. I don't know what those mean, but... I'm a Roseanne in the streets and a Jackie in the sheets. <laughs> and I'm the opposite. Yeah, totally. I'm a Jackie in the streets and a Roseanne in the sheets. Yep, for sure. So going back to my question, fuck, Mary, kill, Billy, Stu, or Mickey? Okay. I mean, Mickey's dead. Okay. Just for his movie opinions. I'm so the, the scene... Oh my god! The like scene in the, the classroom, the worst scene scenes. in the entire franchise. Yeah, I hate that scene. The so most much. annoying, aggravating, grating scene. If anyone, literally, if anyone said to me that they hate the Ewoks, they're done. Fuck you! You're done. You got no chance. That with me. that you alone got, makes you murder breaker. Mickey. Yeah, how can you not like the Ewoks? I love the Ewoks. I would die for the Ewoks. Okay. I would die for Warwick Davis in an Ewok suit. I mean, I want to murder everybody involved in that particular scene. I just, yeah, so seriously. Dumb. Could just somebody fly a plane into that classroom? Whoa. Wow, I'm sorry. Wow. Could Ghostface, is it horror themed if I just say, could Ghostface fly a plane into that classroom? <laughs> I don't think that helps the, the comment. So back to the thing. So you're killing Mickey. Okay, I'm killing Mickey. Yes, Mickey's dead, period. I don't even need to think about that. Okay. It's weird because Timothy Oliphant, so hot, hottest of the three, so hot, like hands down hottest of the three. Mm-hmm. But I can't deal with that film nerd shit. There's only room for one of us in the relationship. Okay. You know? Wow. So that one's out of the way. Oh yeah, I'm fucking Billy and Mary and Stu. Come on. I mean, once Come you get on. rid of Mickey, the the remaining is yeah, obvious. It's really obvious. Here's my thing. Stu really annoys me. Really? Yeah. I mean, he sucks. Stu. Yeah. Really actually, sucks. I don't think I can marry him. Wait, but it's Matt. Hmm. I mean, Matthew Lillard is great, but Stu sucks. And remember, you're not marrying Matthew Lillard. <sighs> I want to kill all of them. <laughs> well, yeah, they all suck, but that's not the game. It's not I'm kill, still kill, marrying kill. Stu. I think they're both annoying, and I think Stu takes himself less seriously, at least, and that's what it comes down to for me, is Billy takes himself so oh my God, seriously. Yeah. He's such a fucking emo frontman. He's gross. at the bottom of the list for marriage of those yeah. three for sure. Yeah. 
He, and he's fuck out of all three of them, he is the most psychotic. Yeah, he, and his I'm that whole like PG thirteen exorcism speech that he gives is gross. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awful. He's so gross. But Skeet Ulrich is so hot. Yeah, I mean, I think all three of these guys are. Oh yeah, they're very attractive. Yeah, but at, and I mean, Willard out of all of them, still. out of all of them, I think Skeet. I find Skeet Ulrich the hottest. Really? Yeah. Well, actually. Timothy Oliphant, Timothy Oliphant has, has aged real yeah, well. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is he's, he's, that guy's just going to get hotter until he dies. Yeah, it's insane. He's going to be the hottest 90-year-old Every time I see planet. him, I'm like, you did it. You got hotter somehow. Yeah, somehow you got hotter. Which is why I would marry Mickey Yeah, because Stu uh, drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I would kill Stu, marry Mickey, and Billy is too psychotic to marry, but I I think he'd be yeah. he's psychotic enough to be a good fuck. Also, I feel like if you get into fights with Mickey about movies... You know, like it could stir up some energy, you know? Yeah. I yeah. just, not for me. Movie fights with I'm Mickey not, would probably lead to sex pretty often. Yeah. I'm too, I'm too sensitive for that though. I would just walk out of the room, you know? I'd be yeah. like, I'm going to my brother's or whatever and <laughs> and leave. I mean, that works too. You can always walk out on Mickey. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can. Okay. Anyway, that's, no, I mean, I see your, I see your point. So do you want to talk about what we watched this week? I do. Because it might be my new favorite movie. I mean, okay, that's that's aggressive. That's aggressive. Let me let me let me put it down a skosh. See what I did there? Uh, Sakoshi. Let me, me Sakoshi it up, down. So we watched a movie called All Around Cat. Side to side, north south, east west. I'm done. You sure? Yep. Because sure? I ran out of things. Yeah, you did. Redfish, bluefish. I just wanted to make sure you were done so that I can edit all of that out. Oh, you fuck. Can I go on? Go on. Okay, we watched a horrifying movie called Cat in the Brain. Yes, Lucio Fulci's 1990 self-something. It's self-something. Semi-autobiographical, semi-surreal. Okay, well, let's just let's start by describing the plot of the movie. I don't film, want to the, describe the plot of the movie because I, mean, I just have to because it's insane. It. I just, just like just base watch plot. It. It's insane. I mean, one of the first things you see in the movie is literally a cat eating brains. Yep. I mean, okay, it's over, not an actual cat. It's over a cat Lucio Fulci describing horrific scenes of gore. <laughs> so, I fucking love this movie it's so, so much. It's so great. So, okay, Fulci plays himself, except he plays a version of himself where he's a doctor, which I did look up, and he did actually go to medical school, but he dropped out because he thought the money was in the movies, which he wasn't wrong. <laughs> So in this in this version of his life, he finished med school and became a doctor, but gotcha. then still went on to make movies. So he's oh, so de- that's why they're constantly referring to him as Doctor Fulci. Yeah. So the background of his character in this movie is that he was a medical doctor and then retired to make movies. They never say that, right? It, I mean, they must. I mean, they keep calling I him saw, doctor, but I don't remember. I mean, it, it's referenced in multiple places. <laughs> it's just a thing Fulci made up. For yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's That's his who he is. He's you have doctor. to read. Yeah, it's like Twin Peaks. You got to read the Dr. Fulci's diary. Okay, so Fulci plays himself, but Dr. Lucio Fulci, but he's still a horror director. And it, it, the film utilizes a lot of clips from his movies. Mm-hmm. So it's it's him. It's him and it, with his filmography. And he's working on this new movie, and he is feeling like his history as a horror director has started to really fuck him up psychologically because he's having all these weird hallucinations and mental breakdowns. And so he goes to see a psychologist or psychiatrist (laughs) who hypnotizes him. 
turns out the psychiatrist is a serial killer who hypnotizes Fulci into believing that all the murders that the psychiatrist is going to commit from here on out are actually Fulci's fault. So Fulci believes that he committed the murders. And then the movie just continues on with Fulci going back and forth between having these weird, super morbid, gory hallucinations and this psychiatrist actually murdering people. And then Fulci stumbling across the crime scene and being like, oh, I did it. And it makes no, yeah, it never makes any sense why he's there or what what's actually happening. But that's also a Nightbreed thing. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, if you've seen Nightbreed, that's in Nightbreed, the, the psychiatrist uh, murdering people so it's blamed on our protagonist. But they both came out at the same time. Both these movies are from the same year, so it's like, it's hard, I can't say definitively if Fulci was influenced by Barker or Barker was influenced by Fulci. Probably not the latter. Because Nightbreed was Midian, which Barker had already written. Right. So maybe Fulci read Midian. Also, not a lot of people saw this movie the year it came out. <laughs> I wonder why. So I don't think this movie could be considered influential. This movie is fucking brilliant, though. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. It never it never does the thing you expect it to do. It is a ride. It um, is also super gory. So if you can't handle gore, do not watch it. <laughs> yep. So uh, one thing I want to point out, by the way, I didn't realize, because I, I am obsessed with Fulci. I think he's fascinating as both a person and as a filmmaker but also he is one of those italian filmmakers of the you know what like 40s through the 80s who just made like three films a year so i have seen a fraction of his work even though i've seen so many of his. i think most people have only seen a fraction of his work like even the people that have seen like all of his horror stuff have only seen a fraction of his work because he did he worked in westerns and comedies right Mm -hmm. like long before he did started doing horror. There are three films that he's actually working on in oh, this. Oh, it's three different films. Three it's different films all he's the working same on. Film. Okay. But two of them were his actual movies. The first one is the one with the guy, the cannibal. Oh, that guy. This this is the movie I think of the three that I want to see the most. Well, it's it's a movie that exists. Wait, really? Yep. Touch of Death Touch is the cannibal death. movie. Okay. I, I feel like there's footage from Fulci's Black Cat in this movie too. Or am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, there's a, a lot of footage from a yeah. lot of his films in this. So, But the main ones he's working on, it's Touch of Death. Mm-hmm. Then it's uh, the Nazi film that he's working on is actually one of his movies <laughs> called... The, I forgot about the Nazi movie. Can, can What else? What other movie can you say that about? That you where forgot about Where you the like, Nazi oh, movie? I forgot about the Nazi movie that the character in the movie was making. Not a lot of other movies nope. you can say that about, but that's there's so much going on in Cat in the Brain. Yeah, right. There's a Nazi orgy. Yeah, and Nazi I forgot fucking orgy, and I completely forgot about it. That one is called Ghost of Sodom. Oh wow, what a title! Yep, and Ghost that's an actual of one of his films. So neither of the two films that he's working on in the main part of the film are actually fictional films. They are both his films <laughs> that exist. <laughs> And, and he, I mean, both of them are just within a few years of this movie. The third film he's working on is actually the one that he's shooting at the end when he's on the yacht. The film that he's shooting is called Nightmare, Nightmare Concert. The film that he's shooting on the yacht is called Nightmare Concert, which is the name of this movie. It's like the secondary name of this movie yeah. is Cat in the Brain, Nightmare, Nightmare Concert. Concert. So if he's calling it Nightmare Concert, he's really just saying that he's filming this current movie. Holy fucking shit. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, I okay, there's some meta layers to this that are impressive for a Fulci film from 1990. I think that film Nightmare Concert 
might be a different film than this movie we're watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, because he does yell cut on Nightmare Concert, and we continue to watch him. And Paola Cazzo, the actress from Demons, who's so pretty. Yeah. She is a fucking cream queen. She's a cream queen. She is a cream queen, for sure. Nurse Nurse Lily. Lily. Nurse Lily. God, where I mean, what can you even talk about with this movie? You can't. You can't. You can't say anything about it. You can. Well, I think we've said plenty. Well, yeah. There's okay. a Nazi orgy in it. There's. He's making a movie about a cannibal. Yeah, we told you the plot. Can, I, I kind of want to say one more thing. Okay, and it's a spoiler, but I I feel like I need to just acknowledge that the entire climax of the film happens off screen. It does. I had. Yeah. I, I was thinking to myself this morning. I was like, why? Why can't I remember how this movie ends? And I had to look it up. And it's because it doesn't. Like, it's literally that Fulci is told the ending yeah. of the film yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> like the major action how <laughs> how the plot else. wraps up is that fulci is told what happened yeah. which is it's that's insane I and incredible that. and I, I love, love it that. he wakes up and like this cop is like well yeah that's right it happened all the night yeah he was like we, we caught the killer it. and we had a shootout and he's dead and we know it wasn't <laughs> we, you we killed him. we're good you're good <laughs> and that's it <laughs> oh my god and there are some people that would hate that you know? I think it's a genius. I love it. I, it's, hey, look, it's Fulci doing fucking No Country for Old Men, however many years before No Country for Old Men. It's mm-hmm. it's Fulci. It's Fulci being a visionary. So you can imagine. I mean, this this film is very divisive, even among Fulci fans. Oh, I bet. Yeah. 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 It's one. It's it's a notorious film, and it's a mm-hmm. film that I've seen referenced a lot. And I just I don't. I just never saw it. I was always kind of intimidated by it. I think by the way people talked about it. It was always one of those like, you know, like a like a New York Ripper scenario where I was like, oh, can I handle this? You know, a cannibal Holocaust kind of thing. Like, is this going to be too much for me? And then you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's gory. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly gory. And like the, the it opens with him just describing ways of murdering people, which is how he came up with the fucking film to begin with. It wasn't even a script. It was just... Oh, here's an interesting. It's different ways for people to die. And then he was like, let's figure out a way to structure a story around this. Yeah, I know. I'll play me, but as if I was a doctor. (laughs) Which is also a really fascinating choice because he was actually pretty insecure and he would he would cameo in all his films, but but for never one scene. And he's so insecure, actually, that's not his voice. He refused in either the Italian or English versions to have his own voice be on film. It's dubbed by a different actor. Yeah, I don't think he's ever dubbed his own voice. No. And he's he's in all these other films that he's in where he's cameoing, he's clearly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he's playing a cop, which is why I always find his performances in his own films so interesting. Because it's always like this cop comes in and he's like sweating and awkward. Totally. <laughs> and and, and then, mumbling. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and in this film, he's kind of doing the same thing throughout the entire movie. The dinner, the scene where he goes to the restaurant, and the waiters reading him the you know the different the steak tartare and all this shit, and he's obsessing over all this violence. He's so uncomfortable there, but it works so well. It's I love What's this the line movie. He says after he watches the Nazi orgy scene. <laughs> oh wait, it's here. It is. It's he says sadism, Nazism. Is there any point anymore? <laughs> I can't even get turned on by Nazi orgies anymore, man. Uh, why am I doing this? What's the point? Also, I didn't know this, but Fulci hated psychiatrists and psychologists. I mean, that should be clear to me at I this think point, that's but cool. yeah. but he sees them as charlatans. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> so well, the, I mean, there's a scene in the movie where he literally like 
it's like a literal like this is the point of the movie the psychiatrist that is actually committing murders starts to joke to himself so the camera about how (laughs) stupid people are for thinking that violent movies actually cause people to be violent yeah (laughs) but this is also the character that is killing everybody it's so funny and we haven't even mentioned the psychiatrist's wife oh god the one who's like great Hey, honey, who are you talking to? None of None your, of your business. business. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like blatantly she's, cheating on him in front of him? Yeah, she's just cucking him so hard. <laughs> and she's eating chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, if you Lord. look, if you want, if you can handle gore, if you okay, if Dead Alive doesn't bother you, this movie shouldn't bother you. Because it's kind of the same principle. I mean, this movie's not as cartoonish, but it is so over the top. It's so like. It should be clear it's not serious. No. Yeah, Cat in the Brain's my new obsession. So I just want to say, Fulci, especially towards the end of his career, became a pretty bitter man. He went through a lot of shit in his personal life and also in his professional life. And so he had a lot of negative feelings towards a lot of people and a lot of responses to his work. Do you want to take this opportunity to say... Fulci for Fake is a really worthwhile documentary about him. Yeah, absolutely. You should definitely check out if you can. Fulci for Fake is great. So when in an interview, when asking why he made this film at one point, (laughs) I mean, he has a lot to say about this film, and he actually really loves this film. He's very proud of it. Uh, But one of the reasons why he made this film, his response, he said, so Wes Craven could copy me. (laughs) Referencing New Nightmare. That's kind of crazy, but also not totally (laughs) off base. Right? I just, I love that he called out Wes Craven and even said, okay, so I'm just going to read you the whole quote. Yeah. He says, so Wes Craven could copy me. New nightmare. Obviously a cat in the brain. Only my film was made in 16 millimeter for $100,000. It's a razor head made by an old man. I haven't... (laughs) I haven't earned a single penny from that one either. The owner of the company just went bankrupt. Craven made a lot of money on New Nightmare. I think he's seen Cat too many times. When I meet him, I'll tell him so. Oh my God. <laughs> I really, I want to, they, they probably never met. No, they never God met. God damn it. Well, I mean, maybe they did now, you know? Maybe, maybe Fulci yeah. has given Craven shit in the afterlife. Well, and this, this article goes on to say the odds of Craven having seen this movie before he made New Nightmare was really slim. Although he was, Craven was like a guy that liked watching the new stuff from the weird places. Really? Because this movie didn't come to the U.S. until 1999. Then he almost definitely didn't see it. He would have to. Unless he was like in Italy. Yeah. Which isn't outside the realm of possibility. But also like, it's so funny. It is that thing. It is that thing that anyone in the entertainment, on any level in the entertainment industry, in any facet of the entertainment industry does, where it's like, at least in the, the creative side of it, where it's like everyone's jealous of everybody else's gig, you know? You know, There's, there's probably guys Craven looked at and was like, oh man, look all the budget they get. I got to work with this tiny ass budget for New Nightmare. Like, I'm, I'm fucking New Line's the house Freddie built. They should be giving me all the money, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you probably saw Lord of the Rings. <laughs> After was like, what the fuck? I could have made such a new nightmare with that money. But then, you you know, you go a little down the hill and it's like, well, look at Fulci. He's looking at Cra- where Craven is. Like, And I, I don't want to disrespect Wes Craven. No. I fucking love Wes Craven. Well, and I think probably one reason why Fulci would call him out on New Nightmare specifically is because that career trajectory for Wes Craven would be similar in timing to Fulci's where Fulci 
was very much left behind by his industry, mm-hmm. which was failing at the time anyway. Well, yeah. So I could see that feeling, that being a good target for his bitterness when looking at the idea of meta horror. Yeah. So all that to say, watch Cat in the Brain. It's great. Yeah, no, Cat in the Brain rules. I love it. Hey, um, Philip. What? Hey, Philip. Hey, Andy. Hey, Philip. Hey, Andy. Fuck Mary Kill. All right, for this, you have to imagine that you are a gremlin. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I think, okay. right? Because right. otherwise, right. it's like, where does this fall? In that, because gremlins aren't people. Right. Is Brainy Gremlin the only gremlin that can consent? No, I completely disagree. They all have distinct personalities okay. and all right. they all like make choice. Uh, not all, but like a lot of them make choices and decisions and communicate. Yeah, like they do f- seem to just be following like a general impulse that exists yeah. within their species. But it doesn't seem like they're without any form of free will, right? Right. Like, okay. It's just that the, the brainy gremlin's the only one that can like vocalize. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But if you were a gremlin. If you. So that's the other thing. Yeah. If you were a gremlin. Okay. So fuck Mary Kill if I was a gremlin. <laughs> brainy gremlin, Greta gremlin, or Mohawk. Oh, that's a tough one. Right. Actually, that's super tough. Mm hmm. Because, like, Mohawk and Greta are, like, both fucking hot yeah. as a gremlin, yeah. but, like, for very different reasons. I mean, Mohawk's a bad boy, Greta's a bad girl. Is Greta Gremlin a cream squeen? Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay. Greta Gremlin is a cream squeen. You're Philip Gremlin in this scenario. Yeah, as Philip Gremlin, I would have to say, <laughs> you know what, as a gremlin, I, I think that, like, Brainy would be too much for me. Yeah, because it's sort of like he thinks he's better than all the other gremlins. He, and he, he actually, like vocalizes that to a degree he's sort of like the william f buckley of gremlins so i think i would kill brainy you would be the gore vidal of gremlins oh okay and you kill brainy gremlin the william f buckley of gremlins all right okay we're running with that yeah yep i'm kill brainy okay i guess here's the thing i feel like mohawk would be terrible to be married to they both would be great in bed as a as a gremlin. I'm clarifying. Absolutely, yeah. As a gremlin, um, they're 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 both real great good in bed. Ways. Yeah. But like Mohawk would be a terrible, terrible. Oh my god, spouse. are you kidding? He would get you in so much trouble. Yeah, that's all he does all the time, yeah. and in like the bad, dangerous kind of trouble. Yeah, not the no, fun. Like, no, not trouble. the fun trouble. Not the good trouble. Like he's murdering people. Yeah. Yeah, he's making you an accomplice to shit that you want nothing to do with. So I have to fuck Mohawk and marry Greta. I mean, marry Greta. I think would I have, have the same problems, answer. But... I respect this, and I'm in the same. I think I'm in the same spot as okay. you. I'm glad to hear that. Although, I don't know. Maybe I fuck Mohawk. No, maybe I kill Mohawk and fuck Brainy. Wait, what? Yeah, I think I think I go that way. Brainy would be terrible in bed. I don't know. He reads. When was the last time you slept with somebody who... Wait, no, I'm not going to finish that. I'm not going to finish that thought. Never mind. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, people who read can absolutely be good in bed. Yeah. I'm so sorry for whatever I just implied. <laughs> Listen to John Waters, Philip. <laughs> but Mohawk but, doesn't have any books. You can't sleep with him. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, somebody who's well-read, like, I would rather marry than just fuck. So wouldn't you kill Mohawk, fuck Greta, marry Brainy? No, because it's... <sighs> Brainy's not going to be any fun. I feel like Brainy's fun sometimes. I feel like Greta's fun all the time. That's all she is. Yeah. I she feel like Greta... Fun. I'd be cool with Greta fucking other gremlins too. Because yeah. Gre- Greta can't be contained. You know what I mean? No. She's her own... She's, you cannot ask she's her. She's no one's property. Yeah. You cannot ask her to be like monogamous with you. No. That's not Greta's Polly. She's... Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like she's into that one guy now, but she's going to get bored with him. Yeah. The John Robert Picardo, Robert Picardo's character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always forget that that's Robert Picardo. 
to me, it's it's also a matter of Mohawk's too dangerous. Yeah. And like I again, this I think comes down to the level of shit we're willing to put up with for good sex is different. Yeah, true. And I would be scared of Mohawk getting weird and possessive or See, and I guess I'm just less vulnerable to sex based mental and emotional damage than you are. Yeah. Which is why I can probably put up with like That's more fair. crazy yeah. when it comes to like my sex life. Yeah. That's not an invitation, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get so many dick pics now. Uh, well, I mean, that's fine. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Bre- Brainy might be good in bed, might not. Either way, it's really more about just I'm scared of Mohawk. I, I get that, yeah. And Brainy like, you know, maybe he's good at dirty talk. I don't know. Okay, I have one for you. Okay. But this requires a fourth thing. It's not just fuck, Mary kill. Stop. What? We're changing fuck, Mary kill? Just briefly, because there are going to be times, and this has already happened. I don't know if you can do this just briefly. This is like, a, this is earth shattering. No, 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 no. Because most of the time, it should be three things. But when you're in a specific category, which will make sense in a second, so if you just shut the fuck up and listen to me, there will be times where you can't disclude a fourth. Okay, you ready for this? Wow. Okay. And so this I think is like fourth, adding a new thing to rock paper scissors. It's just like it doesn't. You can't do it. But okay, I'll, I'll listen. Hear me out and then decide. Okay. All right. So my fourth that I'm adding is I ignore. Fuck Mary Kill. Ignore. There's one that you can to drop off this list. I feel like ignore is just a more peaceful version of kill, and we should just replace kill with ignore. No, absolutely not. This is a horror movie podcast. No. It absolutely needs ignore or kill. Okay. So the haunt villains the villains from the movie haunt there's more than four of them yeah but there's four like predominant ones that you get to actually interact like see interact and know their personalities okay to because a degree. i'm more i th- i'm always more into the side characters than i am the you know well let's okay let's lay these out because they're really it's really just the ghost the devil the clown and the witch right yeah forgetting so- any I don't know, chainsaw guy, chainsaw zombie guy. I wouldn't include him though, because he's not, he's a person. I feel like he's the hottest though. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, but also you only see him in one context, whereas the rest you see in multiple contexts to give you an idea of like them as like characters in this film that have a personality. Okay. And then the the vampire you don't include because he's not really one of them yet. He's still being initiated. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could conceivably replace the witch with the vampire, but I feel like the witch is the better choice. The witch is a villain through and through. The vampire tries to help. Yeah. Okay, so clown, devil, ghost, ghost witch. Witch, yeah. I mean, the ghost is the only one whose name you know. Maybe. That Maybe. might not be I don't know, name. but I like, I don't know. Mitch is a nice name. You're going to marry the ghost, aren't you? Kind of. He's got a really dry sense of humor that goes a he long does. way with me, you know? I would be fine spending time with him. He's also the one I feel you get to know the most. Yeah, um, fair. I mean, I feel like you get to know the clown quite a bit. Here's what it is. I'm marrying Mitch. Yeah. I'm fucking the witch. Wow, okay. She just seems she seems theatrical, you know? Yeah. Like, she's a theater girl, and I like theater girls. You okay. Know? Plus, she's kind of mean, you know? <laughs> you think you're the only one to make it this far? It's just a mean thing. It's also kind of dumb. Yeah. I got a thing for mean and dumb. <laughs> I mean, I used to before I, yeah, you before used to. I Let's fixed clarify. myself. Let's yeah. clarify. That's not describing you now. No, but I used to have a I, thing for mean and dumb, but I get, not anymore. I get that's a thing, you know, that you'd be fine having sex with. Yeah. Plus, it's just, I just which, I, in general, which is just an aesthetic I like. Yeah. Okay. You know? But I, get, I, I can't marry her. Not when Mitch is on the table, you know? Yeah, fair. I'm ignoring the clown. And I'm killing the devil. Okay. Interesting. May I provide a rebuttal? 
Sure. Here's the thing. I completely agree and understand what you're saying about Mitch. However, I also feel like he would be the most likely, like he's the one that plays the most fucking mind games with you. Yeah. Like the fact that he here's put so much fucking effort into befriending that one dude just to like really turn on him in the most brutal fucking way is traumatizing and like, concerning to be in a marriage with somebody that would do that god that's a good point but also like if he doesn't do it to me i'm fine like i'll we'll get a third and that's who he can do that to okay well you might have to get multiple thirds because that's I also like fine. the third is not going to keep surviving that's also like as long as he comes home at the end of the day <laughs> you know you don't care what he does <laughs> in his i don't free care time. Yeah. i don't care as long as he's not pulling my face off with a fucking hammer I, here, I mean I yeah that's know. a good point it's you're giving me the mohawk but about mitch yeah 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 so so here's my thought. I would most likely ignore the witch. Like I get the appeal of her. I just it's just not my kind of thing. All right. So I would ignore the witch. I think I would marry the clown because I feel like wow. he out of all of them, he has his shit the most together. He I, I he feels like the most of the like ones beh- like the brains behind the operation. He's the one who like really thinks everything through the most. Also everybody loves a clown. So why don't you? Sure. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with that. I mean, I like clowns. I'm. I. I genuinely like clowns. I. I'm indifferent to clowns. Do you know that I almost dropped out of college to go to clown school? Did I I ever tell you that? Not. And I. I'm not sure how to process that information right now. It's true, guys. I feel like this should have been a conversation somewhere else besides right here. (laughs) Are we not friends anymore? No. No. Because I'm not anti-clown right. i just i don't i can't obviously picture... you're not anti-clown you're gonna marry the clown from haunt yeah exactly okay. i just can't picture you in that headspace i used to enjoy things wait what i used to love laughter really yeah when was this pre-me yeah actually yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, okay, so, so I I'm marry sorry. the clown. Yeah. And here's where I'm, I'm really hung up. I think both Mitch and the devil would be great in bed. Oh, the devil is for sure. Sh- well, here's the thing about it. Mitch is definitely good in bed. For sure. Because he's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. But like... He's I, uninhibited. Okay, he's uninhibited. But I also feel like he's that weird level of self-conscious that makes it weird, but that makes it good, if that makes sense. Here's the thing about the devil. He's either amazing or fucking terrible. Yeah. There's no in-between with him. I also think, you know, now that you mention it, this, it makes me realize that Mitch would probably strike that really hot balance between, like, aggressive and intimate. Exactly. Exactly. You know, he... which I love. He's the one who's, like, kissing you really slow while staring into your eyes and choking you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the devil, it's he just chokes you. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's even like, looking into your he's eyes. He's like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. And it's hot. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. But you have to be in a specific mood for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, I feel like he's like that every time. Whereas I feel like Mitch would be the type that would just like get you in the mood for it every time. Yeah, even if it is a sick game, even if he is just manipulating you into the mood, it still works. Because we're just talking about sex here. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm not trying to get some sort of long-term well, but even connection. with even with sex, like you can, you know, <laughs> it can be it can, can be bad in a way that leaves damage some marks. can be done. Yeah, yeah, it for can, sure. I mean, I'm not denying your head up that. for a little bit sometimes. But like, don't I know it? Um, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't. No, I've never had sex that fucks with my head ever. <laughs> I'm the head fucker, Andy. I'm oh. not the head fucky. That's not true at no. all. <laughs> High tension. Um, wow. Okay, so that's my choice. I would uh, ignore the witch, marry the clown, kill the devil, fuck the cl- fuck the ghost. 
Yeah, I see all that. Okay. I don't know about Mitch anymore. I don't know if it's going to work out. Well, you know, if he have, if you have your third, it just might. Yeah. Okay. You're our third. <laughs> no. Oh, well, actually, in this case, you're the I third. am. third. Yeah. Mitch fucks you. And, you know. And then everything's fine. Is that what you're saying? Nothing is ever fine anyway, Philip. Welcome True. to Earth. Ever. Nothing is ever fine. So, <laughs> I was going to fuck, Mary kill this, but I came up with a new game. Oh, gosh. This is like when you added a thing to fuck, Mary kill. Calm down. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So, because this this is actually, it's a more horrorized version of fuck, Mary kill. You ready? <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. here's my new game. All right. What's the new game? All right. Your three choices are fight, fuck, or free. I'm going to give you three things. You have to fight one of them, fuck the other, and then the other you have to free, like let loose upon the world, and so you can't do anything about it. This is so complicated. No, it's not. How, what's complicated about that? Okay. Like fuck, you're gonna, fight, or free. You're going to fuck one thing, you're going to fight the other thing, and the other thing is just you don't get to do anything about it. It's now loose in the world. Well, Jesus Christ. Okay, this is, well, this is intense. These are high stakes. FFF. These are fuck, fight, free. <laughs> it's, uh, did you get this because of fight, flight, freeze? Yes, actually. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, I like that. I like that you've turned the, <laughs> the survival circuit into a uh, into a thing. I okay. This is, the stakes are so much higher than they are. Kill. Yeah, wow. this isn't. This is not so simple. Are you ready for you my? You already have one. You monster. Okay, I what have is it? four. What? We'll see how many You're we get insane. through. You're insane. You're a madman. You know this. You are a madman. <laughs> okay. Fight, fuck, free, Freddy, Jason, Michael. I get to pick which ones, right? Like it's like when you say Freddy, Jason, Michael, it's like. Okay, obviously, Freddy is only one Freddy. Yeah. Michael's there's only, I don't only care what anyone Michael. says, there's only one Freddy. There's multiple Michaels, though. The uh, Michaels are kind of different from moving him. It's, it's subtle. It's mostly in their fashion choices. Okay. <laughs> it's mostly in their look. That feels like another podcast segment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michaels Runway. Uh, <laughs> Michaels. Haddonfield Eleganza. <laughs> Okay, actually, you're right, because we do need to clarify what Jason is. I'm serving about. Thorn Cult realness. We, I'm sorry. Yeah, there, that's the thing, is that there's so many different Jasons. And yeah. you know me. I'm a, I'm a baghead overalls Jason guy myself. Although, Derek Mears Jason is the hottest of the Jasons, probably. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Derek Mears Jason is super hot. Let's go with part six, Michael, okay. part six, Freddy, and part... Or, six, Jason? Nope, nope. We're going to do six. Actually, six, yeah, six. let's yeah. do six, F- six, F- six. F- six, yeah. six, six. Yeah. Yeah. The sixes. So I like parts, it. The part sixes. Part sixes. Freddy, okay. Jason, Michael. All right. Okay. Mm, this makes it easier, actually, because mm-hmm. it's Freddy's dead Freddy. So. But Freddy's dead Freddy is the one that's actually trying to get out in the world. So this is not just some Freddy that's like haunting Elm Street anymore. So the stakes are higher. It's also one where he's a family. When you see him as a family man. Oh, yeah. Family, family man Freddy. His daughter. Papa Freddy. Wife that he is. Daddy Freddy. Shitty too. He's got a kid that he. You can't say he abandoned her because, you know, he just went to. Well, he no, was. No, he's murdered. shitty to the wife. Yeah, he is. Oh, God, yeah. He's Ooh, so shitty to God, the wife. God, yeah, he's domestic. I'm fighting him. Ah, fuck. I'm fighting him. You're fighting. I have to. It's Freddy. I You're have fighting to be, Freddy. It's the responsible thing to do. I have to fight Freddy. Oh, my God. Why are you responsible? I have to do it. I have to fight Freddy. It's what. It's what Jesus would do. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. It's what Christ would do in the face of 666 Freddy. Um, Andy, separation of church and horror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate church. <laughs> I just like comparing myself to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. Oh, that's not a problem. Hey, um, okay, so I'm free and Michael. Okay. Because, 
you know, he's just going to go back to Hadfield. He's going to kill you know, that uh, shitty, uh, you know, that uh, another abusive dad character in that movie. Michaels kills him. So, like, sure, go for it. I don't care. Most of the people he kills in Halloween 6 are not good people. You know, he kills all those cult members and Mitch Ryan, Barry, the shitty radio guy. You know, the college kids aren't, you know, they're not terrible people, but, like, they're not great. So, fine. Okay, you're freeing Michael. Killing Jamie is the one problem I have yeah. with him in that movie. That's the thing he does that's like, oh, you asshole. I don't know if I can free him. But, like, CJ Graham Jason is, how am I going to pass that up, you know? For? For fucking. You're going to fuck part six Jason. Maggot Jason? Yeah. You're Fuck rotting Maggot corpse Jason. Jason. Okay, okay. <laughs> Why all right. not? We all have our own kings. I am not going like to sex I, shame you. Okay, I feel like these are all lies. <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking Freddy. I'm fighting Michael and I'm freeing Jason. You're going to free Jason? Or should I fight him? Wait, and you're fucking Freddy? Your choices, man. I don't know. This is difficult. Mm-hmm. This is a difficult problem that okay. you have presented me with. What, okay, I need to know your answers. That might make it easier for yeah? me Would to it make help? a decision. Okay. Yes, because I'm but just But you know, you know I have wheels. the selfish answers, right? Yeah, well, maybe I want to be selfish. Teach me. Okay, here's how you be selfish. So Michael would be the hottest to fuck. Really? Yeah, oh, for sure. George P. Wilbur, Michael Myers. Yeah, for sure. He's, I, I mean, he's, he's the, the same most guy who played not him before. rotting. Yeah, fair. I think I could fight Jason if I had some time to get some people and some stuff together. And I don't ever want to fight Freddy because... He play. He doesn't play fair. Yeah. Freddie never plays fair. So you're just gonna free him? Yeah, I'll let somebody else deal with Freddie. <laughs> oh my god, that's so rude. I feel like I could fuck Freddie, but I mean, also if you free him. It's just Lisa Zane's gonna take care of him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So free Freddie, fuck Michael, fight Jason. Hashtag free Freddie. <laughs> free Freddie. Hashtag free Freddie. I okay. I think I'm with you. Yeah, because I that's gonna be fucking zombie Jason's gonna be gross. Yeah. Like if it were if we were talking Derek Mears Jason or Warren Gillette Jason, I, I'd be into it. But I can't do the. I mean, C.J. Graham, okay, good looking man. But we're not talking C.J. Graham. We're talking nope. Maggots coming out of his fucking face, zombie ass fucking. I like his outfit the most. I think in six. Oh, it's great. Yeah, he's got the utility belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got his gloves. He's got his you know work shirt, work pants, and boots. He's got a lot going on. It's very woods daddy look. So final answers are? God damn it. I was stalling. I think I'm with you. I think it's fuck Michael, fight Jason, free Freddy. Okay. Or it's it's one. It's either fight Freddy and free Jason or free Jason, fight Freddy. That's literally what I just said. It's either fight Freddy, free Jason or fight Jason, free Freddy. And it's hard for me to decide because it, it is like I don't want to like Freddy is the scarier of the two. Yeah. And, and not a single one of his films is fighting Freddy very straightforward. No, it never is. Never. And Jason, it's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do here. Yeah. I'm going to chain him up, put him at the bottom of the lake. Plus, you get to hang out with Tommy Jarvis and Megan. You get to hang out with Tommy and Megan. That's a fun couple. You can be in a horror thruple with Tommy and Megan. How cool is that? That would be a great horror thruple. They're they're so cool. Both of them are so great. (laughs) I want to hang out with them. Yeah, I'm fighting Jason. He only kills teenagers. I don't give a shit about teenagers. Yeah. I'm not a teenager. What do I got to worry about? We've moved on from that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so I have more of these, but I feel like we need to wrap up. Do we? Probably. So I want to wrap up by asking you. Oh, God. A question. What? Would you rather? Oh, my God. Are we doing would you rathers? No, I just said it for the fun of it. Anyway, we're done. (laughs) 
Thank you, listeners. This <laughs> has been Look Good rather? for the Boys. That's how we say goodbye. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would goodbye. you rather? Would you rather to you? Okay. Would you rather have me, Philip, your co-host? Oh gosh. Permanently possessed. What? By Pazuzu from The Exorcist. These are are these or things you're thinking about? Temporarily possessed for one week by the demons from Night of the Demons. I'm sorry. Repeat. Per, you say permanently possessed by Pazuzu? Yeah, permanently possessed by Pazuzu. Permanently possessed. I am permanently possessed. <laughs> <laughs> Actors warm up. <laughs> Polly was permanently possessed by Pazuzu in Pasadena, or was it Pennsylvania? Pomona, Ponderosa, Panama. A man of planet canal, Panama. Okay. <laughs> okay. Permanently possessed by Pazuzu. But let me let me clarify. I, I still am present. I'm just with Pazuzu all the time for the rest of my life. Peter so you Piper. always have to deal with Pazuzu when you deal with me. Peter Piper picked a pack of permanently possessed by Pazuzu peppers. <laughs> okay. So wait, I'm sorry. Repeat that. I always have to deal with you as Pazuzu? No, it's both me and Pazuzu. So I, it's not oh, like in The Exorcist. No, I, there's, only, there's already too many of you. <laughs> One is enough. What is more than enough? So it's not like Linda Blair and The Exorcist where Reagan is completely taken over. Yeah. It's like both of us are here. So you still get me. Question. What? How often will you fuck yourself with a crucifix in front of me? You can, If it's in private, I don't care. I mean, probably not much more than I already do. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, so three times a week. Yeah. Gotcha. Maybe four on a good week. Okay. But here's the thing. If I'm temporarily possessed by the demons from Night of the Demons... That shit's spreading. Like, Pazuzu is something you have to deal with for the rest of your life. But the Night of the Demon shit is something that the rest of the world is going to have to deal with. Yeah, but you said it's only temporary. No, it's temporary that I'm possessed. But I'm going to be doing the shit that Night of the Demons demons do. And that's spread their stuff. I mean, if I let stuff. you, what if I stop you? Oh, can you? I mean, maybe I can. Oh, you think? Uh, maybe I'd take your lipstick away. <laughs> and that's that. would that. do it, yeah. That's that. You don't, Oh, maybe... no lipstick, no fucking, no maybe dice. Don't ever take my lipstick. I'm please. Well, don't give me a reason to. <laughs> Are you going to answer the question? I don't know what the because I'm not going to. It's not like I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Philip's possessed by the night of the de- the whole house demons. I'll just let him do whatever. No, I'm going. I'm your friend. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to strap you down to your bed. I'm going to you know br- bring you plenty of fluids to drink. I'm taking your lipstick away. I'm not letting you look good for any boys because that's how it starts. You're a nightmare. I'm, this is for your own good. But here's the thing. You're here's the thing about the Night of the over. Demons I'm demons is that I, I can pretend to be okay. You might not even realize I'm possessed until I've already possessed a bunch of people. I don't know. I, Maybe I I'm the one tying you to a bed, Andy. Here's the thing. That's already exhausting because you already fool me so many times. Yeah. Yeah. And There's... I always fall for it. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm used to that though. Like, it's kind of just like, oh, I don't know. I fucking don't know. I don't want to deal with you permanently possessed by Pazuzu, though. No? No! Yeah, I mean, I'd that be pretty sounds mean. sounds awful, yeah. I'd be so mean to you. Yeah. Meaner. Yeah. I'd be meaner than I already am. I'm going with the whole, the temporary, temporary is always And you're just going to hope for the best for the rest of the world? I'm, yeah, well, I mean, I look, oh that's all gosh. I do anyway. That's all I do anyway is the hope for the best. The switch is already beginning. I'm already turning you into a worse person. Well, no, it's because it's, I would just pain, it would pain me to see you possessed by Pazuzu all the time, like... Yeah, okay. I'm a worse person. I don't care. I think that I can stop the the thing from happening, though. Okay. I, I like to think that I, you know, I'll at least try, you know? Okay. That's all I can do anyway. We're all going to die. All right. <laughs> so would you rather face the xenomorphs at the Antarctic Research Station from The Thing or face the Thing monster on LV-426? Oh, gosh. 
They both suck. Yeah, that's the point of Would You Rather is I'm giving you two shitty options. I just this is why I don't like Would You Rather because I like I, I like games where there's a good option. I like games where there's at least some fun to be had. Well, what's the fun of games where there's some fun to be had, Andy? <laughs> I, okay, all right. Because here's the thing: is that on LV four two six, you really just have to leave. All you have to do is just get off the planet, right? But you're also facing a very terrifying monster and you can't trust anybody you're with. Well, okay, so that's, that was my next question. What stage of aliens are we talking about here with LV? Because, like, how many people are left? Is it everybody that, that touches down? Wait, on LV-426? Yeah. I mean, you're with... You are the Sulaco coming to check in on Hadley's Hope. Yeah. With the Thing Monster so instead of Xenomorphs. So it's... Okay, so it's all of the Marines and... Burke. Yep. And all that. And Ripley's there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the the cast of aliens. Here's what here's what it is. Oh fuck. But the the aliens at the outpost, I think those guys are taking those guys those things out pretty handily. You think? Actually probably not. They didn't They don't have weapons. They have flamethrowers. They have a flamethrower. Yeah, but I feel like there's those are guys that can work together pretty well if the threat isn't one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's... I, I feel like they have their shit together a little more than the Marines in... in I, but they aliens. don't... I, I don't think they have the tools that they need. I think... And here's the thing, is that the thing is actually affected by the cold, whereas I don't think that the Xenomorphs are. Because the Xenomorphs can handle very extreme uh, environmental conditions. Okay. Yeah. The other issue to me, I think what it ultimately comes down to, and this is... I'm about to give my answer because... But I think what it what it ultimately comes down to is... Who do you trust more, McCready or Ripley? Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to: is that those are the two people that are going to be like, well, it's McCready and Childs. Childs, yeah. So it's McCready and Childs, yeah. technically, at the end of the thing. And the reason that it's, uh, it's sad is because they don't trust each other, because one of them is probably the thing. But you would have the whole station on your side because the thing wouldn't infiltrate anybody. Because it's just the xenomorphs, yeah. Yeah. I still think I trust Ripley more than all of those guys. My problem is that if I was in a situation with the thing monster, I wouldn't trust anybody. Oh God. Cause if the thing got Ripley first, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Like that's it. But I also, I don't know. I just like, I just, I kind of just want to say, I'm just putting all my chips on Winona Ryder. I mean, Jesus Christ. Wait, what? I'm telling you, my brain has holes in it's it today. It's a little broken. Um, uh, I'd always put my chips on Winona Ryder, but she's not a part of this. Okay. Listen, I, <laughs> I, t- I I'm turning into my Winona Ryder doesn't come along for another 200 right. years. Fuck you. You know what I meant. You know I meant Sigourney Weaver. Yep. You... <laughs> God damn it. I just... Let's look at... So you're from Winona. That's why I just always think Winona Ryder. I, I am from Winona, Minnesota. <sighs> I mean, I... My... Winona gets her name. Whatever. I just put all of my chips on Sigourney Weaver and let it ride. Wow. Just okay. say, fuck it. Like, that's who... You know, and if she is the thing, then so be it and I'm dead, I guess. I don't know. I think I would put all my chips on McReady and let it ride. Really? Okay. Only, I, I just, I don't think I would do well in a scenario in which I can't trust who I'm working with. Here's a, okay, here's a question. Would you rather lose your virginity at Hadley's Hope or at the Outpost? <laughs> Are we talking during the events of the movies? Yes. So, like, I lose my virginity while the aliens are decimating Hadley's hope, or I lose my virginity while the thing is infiltrating yeah. the outpost. Yeah. Again, I don't do well with not trusting people, so, <laughs> so I would probably Hadley's go with hope? Hadley's hope. Oh, God. Because at least I know the person I'm having sex with or about to have sex with is human. A human, yeah. I mean, something non-human might burst out of them while we're having <laughs> sex, but 
it's a separate entity. Oh my god, could you imagine you're fucking somebody? <laughs> just a chestburster um, just comes right out of. I mean that Phillip. does that does kind of do it for me. Philip, there's something about that that Phillip. I really I really enjoy. I mean, okay, the chestbursters <laughs> are kind of phallic. Yeah, 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 and I'm kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dick with teeth. Okay, do you want another would you rather or another fight fuck free? Uh, they're both. They're look. They both just tax me emotionally <laughs> and maybe spiritually. They're both very difficult things for me. But I, I'm gonna do. Would you rather? Because the okay. f- we already did. We did two fight fuck free. We've done two of each. We did two. Would you rather's? Yeah. Did I forget the possession? One? Oh, the possession one. Oh gosh. Okay. So how about this? This is traumatic. So I put it out of my mind. Would you rather have to face? The zombies from 28 Days Later, but you are not allowed to use a single vehicle. No vehicles are available to you at all. Mm. So fast zombies with no vehicles. Or the return of the living dead zombies, but you are you have no access to any fire or electricity. You're a sadist. Yes. I mean, it's I'm going to go with the 28 Days Later always because the return of living dead zombies, becoming one is such a terrifying prospect to me. Yeah. Because, because they, they still retain some of their personality. They retain their personality. They feel pain. Yeah. And they cannot die. No, nope, except by fire and electricity. So I'm going with 28 Days Later because the, I'd rather just be a rage zombie and like not Oh, know. so you're in either of these, you're just giving up hope. I'm not giving up hope. I'm just saying like if I happen to get bit, I'd rather be a 28 Days Later zombie than a Return of the Living Dead zombie. Okay. See, That's my- part of the problem for me is that I mean, sure, the Return of Living Dead zombies are probably easier to escape. Yeah, because fast zombies, man, especially in 20 Days Later, terrify me. They're very I scary. can't run forever, but oh, they can. I'm really bad at running. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're just going to become a rage zombie. I don't know. I think, I don't know, if I hook up with the right people, you know, I find the right weapons, I maybe start to believe in myself a little bit, you know, I I mean, I'm... I, you're, you're going with a lot of what-ifs I get here. some exercise... I just really don't want to be a Return of the Living Dead zombie. Yeah, like, they are the kind of the worst zombies. That, those movies just bothered me on such a profound level when I was a kid because of the uh, they honestly, don't die and they feel pain. So that you know what? I, I agree with you. Return of the Living Dead is such a disturbing depiction of zombies. And the scene that always got me the most was the one where they're inside the, a the morgue. The morgue, yeah. And there's that half-dissected dog that's moving you know what i'm talking about and i was like that's so unfair yeah that's so unfair yeah it's something that's been dead for a long time and preserved completely so they would never rot can still be reanimated and i just was so insanely bothered by that that still haunts me yeah return living dead 2 i think was the movie that like because i remember when i saw that when i was a kid and this friend i made at daycare this is a weird thing to say a friend i made a daycare i was like i don't know eight years old maybe seven you went to daycare at eight? Well, it was like after school you know oh, like my, oh, both okay. my parents gotcha. worked both my parents worked so it was like after school i had to you know i couldn't be at home alone so yeah i was at a daycare after school and uh they there was another kid there i think it was younger than me maybe same age but we'd both seen return of the living dead part two and we like we're talking about it and we like would play Return of the Living Dead part two. Like because it was like they looked like those kids looked like they were having fun fighting those zombies, you know? Mm-hmm. The movie is kinda like it's like the it's it's a Goonies element to it. There's yeah. a, there's a little bit of a monster squad element to it, and it looks like they're having fun fighting these zombies. So like there's that element to it for sure. But yeah, just the prospect of being one of those is so terrifying to me. Yeah, it's just you're right, it's unfair. It's just cosmically unfair. 
kind of in the way life is really when you think about it. <laughs> so is Return of the Living Dead a metaphor for life? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? I am excited that next week is the summer solstice, June 21st. So what? So what? It's the start of summer. So what? So what is that in honor of the start of summer, we are going to go to the Look Good for the Boys Summer Beach House. What? Yeah. We're going, there's a beach house? There's a beach house and we're going to is it. Is it like... Is it going to be like the MTV Beach House? Oh, yeah. Is is the grind going to be happening? <laughs> we can make it happen. <laughs> How many people remember the grind is my question. Probably everybody listening to Probably this. Every, yeah, <laughs> everybody listening to this is 40. But it's going to be great. We are going to be spending a few weeks at the beach. I think we're going to do three weeks at the beach. Three weeks I at think, the beach, yeah. I think three weeks at the beach sounds good. You know, any more than three and you're like sick of it. Yeah, right. right? Three is a good number. Yeah. And less than three, I mean, you can do less than three, but it's also kind of like two. What's the point? Yeah. Why bother? Why point? even go there? Why even go to the beach? Basically, as soon as you get there, you're leaving. Mm -hmm. And you're going you're gonna to be like, ah, oh, another week would have been great. Yeah. It's always yeah, three, three is the way to go it's at the, the perfect beach. perfect number at the beach. Yeah. And it's going to be great, Andy. We have so much planned. It's going to be fantastic. We, I don't know if I like that. Why? I don't like plans. I kind of like when I go to the beach and I go to the beach house specifically, mm -hmm. I'm not really like, a, you know, oh, we got to go snorkeling at 6 a.m. and then fishing at like 9 and then. Okay. We're not having that kind of summer, chill. Andy. Just chill out. Like, no, but we're also not chilling. We're not. We're, we're not having a regimented summer, but we are not going to chill. Okay, why? We have swimsuit competitions. We're doing scuba lessons. Oh we have shark watching tours. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is so much. We're doing boat shows. This is. I'm overwhelmed. I'm. This is. I'm anxious now, and I don't even want to <laughs> go to the beach anymore. Well, just show up, and it'll all happen. You know what? I kind of like that idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna That's the thing about the beach house. You just show up there, and I'm, uh, I'm going to loosen up. I'm yeah. going to fucking. You don't have to get up for anything. You don't yeah. have to go anywhere for any of this to happen. It all happens at the beach house. Okay. Does the beach house have a pool? Of course it has a pool. Does the pool have one of those swim up bars? Yeah, obviously. Important question. Okay. Is the swim up bar capable of serving nachos? Yes. I'm in. We're doing this. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be a swim up bar if it didn't have nachos. Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a beach house if it didn't have a swim up bar. Okay, so lay the itinerary on me a little, just a little bit. Not so much okay. that I get overwhelmed and shut down. Yeah, well, okay, so, you know, each week we're going to just focus on a little bit of a different part of, you know, the beach experience, right? All right, I do love sharks. Yep, so, hey, guess what then? Week one is Shark Week. Shark Week? Yeah. I love Shark Week. It's going to be Shark Week. I, let me tell you something. Shark Week was part of my religion before all of these, you know, converts. You know what I mean? Like before it got cool, Shark Week was my thing. Okay. And then it got cool and I'm like a little over it. But I feel like it's not cool anymore. So now I'm back in. Do you think that there's a person that was at Jonestown that was like that? That like left Jonestown because <laughs> they were like, well, I was into this before it became a thing. Yeah. And now there's all these people here. And there's so like, I'm kind of done. There's fucking drink aid. I'm not so much into that. All right. So please join us for Look Good for the Boys Summer Beach House starting June 21st. TTFN. Goodbye. Good luck. I forgot what to say. Bye. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>